You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 25. And if you've ever seen your teen hanging on by their fingertips, holding on for dear life in their study just to stay afloat and thinking, just get to the holidays, just get to the holidays, then this episode is for you. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hi, VIPs. How are you doing? I hope you're doing great and not in a state of hanging on by the fingernails until you or your teen can collapse over the finish line of term and for us here in Australia, the school year. But if things are feeling a little bit like that, then I want to start off by telling you I know exactly how that feels. (laughs) Not right now in this moment, thankfully, but I've definitely experienced that for sure back at the start of my teaching career and definitely a few times, a few years along the way while I was getting rock solid study going and basically had just way too many events, way too many tasks on my calendar and on my to-do list. The difference then, I think, when I was getting rock solid study going was that, of course, I did have some choice and control over things, but I was definitely in the mode of wanting to do everything, making the most of every opportunity that came my way. But certainly back when I was in my early teaching years, and certainly for your teen, the things that get thrown at them and that were thrown at me and on my list were not something that we really get much choice or they get much control over. We have to just get to work, get things done, meet the deadlines that are set upon us. And so what I want to talk about today in relation to the upcoming summer holidays here, and it'll be the winter Christmas holidays for those of you listening in the Northern Hemisphere, is that feeling of working so hard, having so much to do that it just feels like we're never going to get through it. I really remember that feeling of not even being able to imagine what it would feel like to get to the end of that to-do list, have everything done. And it's really just that light at the end of the tunnel, that promised rest or recuperation being the only thing that keeps us going in those moments. So I'll tell you a quick story that does just feel a little bit embarrassing to share because I was probably in around my, I think it was my third teaching year, and I went on holiday with my now husband to Egypt. Egypt, the place that is so rich in history and culture and amazing sights. And I didn't, we didn't, but at my demand, do or see anything cultural or historical or amazing. And it was because one of us got sick, nothing bad happened. In fact, it all went exactly as it was supposed to be. And that's what makes it a little bit embarrassing and not that great to admit because I was a geography teacher at the time. <laughs> and so to say that in the holidays, I'd been on away to Egypt and not seen any of that stuff felt a bit ridiculous. I didn't visit a single pyramid, didn't see Tutankhamun's tomb or go to a museum, didn't even go diving or dip a toe in the Nile. And I didn't see one camel because I only had two criteria for that holiday when we booked it and when we were on it. (laughs) 
It had to have pretty much guaranteed sun at Easter. So we were still living in the UK back then. So seeing the sun as we came out of winter was definitely a thing. And all I wanted to do was just lie on a beach and do nothing. So the guaranteed sun thing really probably required long haul at that time of year from the UK. But that was just totally out of reach budget wise for us. But back then in the UK and in desperate need of some sun and for me, some relaxation, we found a good deal for an all-inclusive beach holiday to Egypt. And we'd never done all-inclusive before. We'd never been as far as Egypt before. But like I said, I didn't want to do anything. And this is really just what ticked the sunshine and the budget boxes. And it was exactly that. There was a beach. There was sun. There was okay food. It was a very nice resort. But it's pretty close to the bottom of my favorite holidays I've ever taken. And it's not that I'm not grateful to have been able to go overseas, go somewhere that is as amazing as Egypt probably is. It was exactly what I wanted and needed. And that is the issue. I didn't want to do anything amazing. I wanted to just do nothing. And if your teen is ever feeling the same and just holding on and you're both perhaps dreaming of the time when they can just do nothing and have no pressing items on their schedules, then I just want to say that while of course there is nothing wrong with taking a break and relaxing, that is not the point I'm trying to make here, what this is about is making those crazy hectic times a little bit less crazy. And it's about having the strategies and skills so that there is less of the Himalaya-shaped work and rest levels and about creating more of the rolling hills, let's say. So what if there was a way to be able to make term time much more efficient and effective so that everything still gets done and to a high standard. This is not about just slacking off or making excuses. And I know that for many hardworking teens, that is not what they want to do. They still want to work hard. They want to do well. But it's about doing it all in a manageable, controlled, optimized way so that the holidays truly can be enjoyed and are not just treated as recovery until the next round kicks in. And there is a way to make that happen. And I'm going to share it with you here. But I'm not here to persuade you that your teen should be doing any sort of study or extra work over the summer. If you are just like, hey, we're good and we want to keep the holidays totally free of study, that is absolutely all good. But if the holidays are being kept free because everyone is just so drained and collapsing over that finish line and just needs to recover, then I do want you to listen in because I want this term right now to be the last and final time that that happens. Because the truth is that Small hinges can swing big doors and a few small actions taken over this summer, in fact, even just one, can make a huge difference to how your teen will be tackling their tasks and performing in their future exams and assessments. And I'm not talking about organizing their desk space or filling out a new planner with their term dates. I'm not talking about some of those basic physical, practical actions. I'm talking about taking action that'll have them gaining just one or two maybe critical skills or strategies or techniques and having them on board. So I'm going to share a couple of ideas about what these are and how to do them right here on this episode. But if you would like to get detailed explanations, examples and bonus tips and skills and proven steps, then you're going to want to join me at my Get Your Teen Ahead Over Summer free parent webinar. 
It is kicking off today as this podcast goes out. So you can go to www.gradetransformation, or one word, .com forward slash summer to see the available sessions that I'm running for one week. And go save your seat. It is free to attend, but spaces are limited at each webinar showing. So get in quick to get a time that works best for you. Because I get that this is a bit of a catch-22 situation. If your teen is someone who is flat out and doesn't have time to get the skills or the extra training learned in term time that you think they might need, then they are maybe the student who just wants to be like me on holiday in Egypt and do nothing in their time off. But... It also means that this opportunity might be the best way to get them off that treadmill once and for all. And I say that from real life experience because so many students I've seen in this situation that I've worked with and who've gone on to complete the 10-week program, students like Tara, who competes in state-level sport, as well as being a student who is disappointed if she gets less than an A in an assessment. And students like Jess. Jess is a student who's in every musical or artistic production that her school puts on, but she wanted better than the B's and C's that she'd been previously getting. And for students like this, the holidays was the best time for them to do this training. Now, as always, I will tell you the full truth of things. Neither of them was super ecstatic about doing the 10-week program. They weren't like, oh yeah, I totally want to spend an hour a week on learning how to study more strategically or get trained in exam technique. But these skills made a huge difference to them and their results and their life balance and therefore their parents' concern levels and everybody else's happiness levels in their household as well. And I know I'm kind of sharing a lot of people's stories and examples here on this episode. There's ones from me and my holiday and from students. But as much as I love having steps and tips and actions, in fact, those are the things I do love the most, I know that I also get a ton of benefit when I hear about other people in similar positions to me who have achieved things that I'm wanting to achieve. So I'm thinking that on this episode, it might be the case for you as well. I certainly hope that it is. And I remember Tara in particular getting to year 12. She'd done the 10-week grade transformation program when she was in year nine, back when her dad told me that she was already working and studying so hard and her schedule was already so jam-packed that he was dreading to think what year 11 and 12 would be like. And Tara was telling me when I did a little series of videos actually with students in the senior years and she was telling me about how her friends would be saying things like, oh, I had a total meltdown last night and things like that. And Tara said, and I remember her words exactly, she said, and touch wood, that hasn't happened for me. Now, of course, that wasn't all just down to the 10-week grade transformation program. That wasn't the only factor going in her favor. She's an organized and committed student, and she has a family who are aware of keeping her and her younger sister, who has also now done the 10WGT as well, on a good life balance track. But she also had those other things when her dad came to me and she was doing a total rewrite of a 1,500-word English assignment because she'd started off on the wrong track. And if any of this resonates, then I'll be sharing Jess's and Tara's videos and yes, some of the boys as well at that Get Your Teen Ahead Over Summer webinar. So if you want to see more from students in these sorts of situations who have found a way to get the skills and training on board and can tell you everything in 
their own words, then be sure to come to it. So here are a couple of ways that you can help your teen do this at home for yourselves. The first one is to go and Google Bloom's taxonomy, Bloom's taxonomy, to find out about the different levels of commands and have your teen use that along with what I would really recommend is having a download of their exam board's list of task words or sometimes they call directives or whatever name they give to them. All different exam boards have different names for what I call command words and start to figure out which command words go at which level. So they develop an understanding of what they really mean and how to respond at those levels. Now, this is something I provide and lay out and train in detail for your teen in the 10-week program. So if you would rather have all of that done for you, then you totally can. But definitely doing some Googling for yourself is a great start, if not. And another thing you can do is to have them download some chief examiner reports, or sometimes they are called retrospectives. Now, these are where the exam boards go into detail on every exam paper, every single one, and go through where the students in that particular cohort did well and where they didn't and why. There is so much gold in these documents, but most people don't know that they exist or managed to make the time to actually read them. And I certainly didn't even know about them until I became an external exam marker. But they are publicly available and they're usually in the same place on exam board websites as where they keep the past papers. And bonus tip, if your teen has the original past paper and mark scheme alongside the report, they'll really be able to see how the feedback in that report relates to things like specific commands and marking criteria, which would really enhance anything that they might be choosing to do on command words. Or, of course, thirdly, you can just use this podcast. This is a resource in itself. Just take one thing that you've heard me talk about on any of the episodes and something that you think will help your teen. Go back, re-listen to it and action any advice or steps or tips that I share. Because here is the coolest part that I really want to get across on this episode. Sometimes we think that things come at the expense of another thing. We think, for example, that great academic results mean we have to work longer and harder or give up on other things in life. And it's totally understandable that we think that way. It's likely how we worked when we were students or how we saw other students who were successful doing it that way. Now, let me be clear. I am never saying that work and effort are not required. They absolutely are. I am saying, though, that the work and effort needs to be the right work and effort. We want your team spending time and energy on the things that are going to translate into results and not start off on the wrong track, have to go back, redo things, or just be doing things that aren't necessarily going to be paying off for them or not paying off in the best way. And the thing is, is that when the critical skills required for this type of optimized study are missing, they have no other option but to compensate by working harder. Now, you might have heard me use the metaphor before of pedaling harder and harder on a bike to get to our destination versus learning to drive and just getting in the car. Because if we don't have the skills and training to drive a car, then we have to rely on that bike, on pedaling longer and harder to get to where we want. But in the car, yes, we have to learn to drive and we have to pass our test, but we only have to do that once. 
then we not only can get to wherever we wanted to more easily and faster and more efficiently and have more time to spare along the way, but we can also get to places beyond where we had access to before, where we thought we'd be able to go. I can't tell you how many students I see who consider themselves as B to C grade students, but who end up achieving A's just like Jess and do it faster and more smoothly than when they were getting the C's and B's before. Or for students like Tara, whose dad wanted her to be still getting the same marks, the good marks, but with less work, but who ended up getting even better results with less work. And students are achieving results beyond what they thought possible for them because they are no longer just pedaling longer and harder on the bike. They are now in that car. So if you would like to get your teen off the bike and into the car and have these things explained and handed over on a plate, then as I said, I'm going to be going into detail on three of the critical skills and sharing three bonus new tips on the webinar as well. So grab your seat at www.gradetransformation.com forward slash summer while the special event is running. And I will also on that event be sharing a special opportunity to get your teen in on the 10-week grade transformation program over this summer if you would love for them to have the complete training with everything they need to take control over their summer and give them the tools to massively boost their confidence and the results without them having to touch a textbook over the summer, without them having to give up their time to relax and enjoy themselves as I've put everything together so they can get it done with just one hour a week for 10 weeks. And yes, I know they don't actually get 10 weeks off for summer. So they can get started now as things wind down. And yes, they can also do more than one module per week. We include an all access pass. That means they have access to everything right away. And they also get lifetime access. So they can, if they want, spread things out however they choose, even beyond the 10 weeks. So like I said, I am not someone who thinks that all students should be doing extra study over the holidays. But if your teen could really benefit from having the skills and strategies that will get them off that treadmill of always feeling overwhelmed or like they're just paddling to stay afloat during term time, then this might be the solution for them. 10 hours put in now for a lifetime of rewards. Because just like learning to drive, it does require the willingness to get the training, to learn and hone the skills and actions and complete the steps required to drive that car, hone their exam technique, their note-taking, their essay writing, all of the different ways that these skills show through and show up. But these are skills and trainings that they can never no. It's not like those basic things of getting their desk tidied or getting a new planner in place. Things can't just get messy again. These are things that will keep everything in term time smoother, more efficient, feel more in control and have them producing work at a higher quality. The three actions that I talked about earlier and everything that I train students in isn't about sacrificing grades or quality to have more free time. And it isn't about sacrificing free time to get better grades or quality. This is about having one key to unlocking the doors to both. So my free parent webinar, get your teen ahead over summer without them even touching a textbook and still having plenty of time to relax is on right 
now. You can save your seat at a time that works for you. And just that hour will be a great way for you and your teen to get ahead. And I say that because it is a parent webinar. I will be speaking to you as the parent, but you are really welcome to have your teen attend as well. And they will get so much out of it. I had one student attend one of my previous webinars earlier this year with her mom, and they emailed me a few days later to tell me that the exam that she'd sat the day before the webinar, she'd failed. And I think she said she got something like 44%. I think it was 44. And the exam she sat the day after the webinar, just because she had an understanding of how questions were worded, how they would be marked, she got over 70%. I think it might have been 76 or 77%. I'd have to check. So go check it out. www.greattransformation.com forward slash summer. Be sure to register if you see that spots are available because we are limiting each session to 100 registrants. And I know the most popular times are going to fill up fast. But what I want to leave you with on this episode is that term time versus the holidays does not have to be a Himalayas experience. Holidays can be a lot more fun, I can tell you, when they are not just for recovery or catching up on everything that fell off along the way. And I can happily tell you that the holidays and travel that me and my husband now do are a lot more exciting. And we have a lot more amazing experiences than back when I was just wanting to sit and do nothing. I still can't believe that we went to Egypt and didn't see a single thing apart from sand. But I'll see you back here for another episode of the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast next week. I hope to see you at a webinar showing in between. Let's turn those Himalayas into some rolling hills. Have a brilliant week. Take care. Bye for now. Hey, if you're a repeat listener, I would be incredibly grateful if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast. I'm not big on asking for these things, but I'm on a mission to help as many students and their parents as possible. And having more ratings and reviews really does help with that. It takes less than a minute to do, and it will make me love you lots if you do. 